It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a brand new week, even though the week really technically started on Sunday, but we had ourselves a three-day weekend, which means we got a new slate of ball games starting today, as in Tuesday, Major League Baseball, and you are listening to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me as always, you hear him on BetMGM tonight, you hear him all over the place, you see him all over the place. He is my man, and he is my co-host here, and I just love working with him. This is the greatest show of all time because of him. Ryan Horvat. Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Great weekend. Nice little holiday weekend. Uh, last night, had some baseball, but today, man, waking up and having 16 games to choose from is a beautiful Ooh, thing. A beautiful thing. Lying. Especially and now on the East Coast. Now, you're, you're blessed with great weather uh, 20, every single day, 24-7, 365. But we actually, for the first time yesterday... Cracked 84 degrees, so I'm going to be able to golf soon. We opened up the pool yesterday, so I actually got a little bit of sun. Now today, it's going to be about 96, and I have to go into work. The humidity, insane here, but the weather, uh, sunshine on my shoulders. Makes me happy, Cody. Nice, nice. Well, we got a lot of things to bring up today. Of course, the first segment, we got, of course, the slate of games. We got some future props to talk about. Of course, there's probably going to be strikeout props, K-props, matchups we got to talk about throughout the week. But first things first, man, let's just go over the month because we are at the end of month two, even though technically it's not two full months because of the late start to the season. But we are at the end of May as we sit here. And let's talk about May a little bit because it's been some movement in baseball. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I think some teams really disappointed. We even talked about it earlier this month, the teams that have truly disappointed us, teams that were on that list, the Boston Red Sox, the Detroit Tigers, the Seattle Mariners that both you and I are both big on and just nostalgically rooting for. Um, But, you know, there's some teams that have been a little bit of surprises. The Angels come to mind immediately. I mean, we know they could always be good, but are they good? And we're going to definitely talk about that. But looking at this, we're going to just look at the leagues and we're going to pick one. Who is your AL team of May? And then, of course, who is your NL team? But I want to start with AL. Let's stick with the AL. AL team of May. It's probably the same team as me, and it's hard not to pick them. But let's see what you got. So this was tough because I had a couple, like, honorable mentions where uh, if you're looking at overall record, you know, and that's what I ended up doing here in the American League, like the team that I believe as of today, like, actually has a legit shot to win a World Series. But I wanted to go with, and this would be a surprise, two teams that really needed to catch fire this month, and they have the last two weeks. Nobody's really talking about the Toronto Blue Jays because they got off to that slow start, man. Now they're seven games above 500. They're sitting there at 27 and 20, but they're seven and three in their last 10. They're finally starting to win some games. They get a big series with the White Sox this week, and the Sox are going to have some guys unable to make that trip because of 
vaccination rules, including our guy Dylan Cease, uh, the Red Sox, six and four. But to be fair last. about Dylan Cease, though, is Dylan Cease, Dylan Cease just pitched on Sunday, so he's actually not even so he wasn't even scheduled, right? So that wasn't yeah. going to matter regardless, right? Um, and so it was between two teams for me, though. It was between the Houston Astros, who are sitting there thirty-one and eighteen this season, six and four in their last ten games. They have a four-game division lead after it was looking like our Angels were going to run away with that division early. But I'm going to go with the Yanks, man. Thirty-three and fifteen this season. Now they are five and five in their last ten games. Uh, I've been listening to some New York sports talk radio with our girl Trista Crick. Everybody's freaking out about Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo and their batting average. That's like. I said, as a Cubs fan, man, so spoiled. Imagine finding anything so. to complain about when you're 33 and 15 with that rotation, with that bullpen. It, for me, it's the New York Yankees, man. I think they're legit. They have a five-game lead in that division over the Rays, who are 28 and 20. So I'll go with the Yanks. I'm gonna agree with you. I know it's a boring pick, but yeah, it's the Yankees. It's no yeah. question. It's the Yankees. They have 33 wins, and yes, like you're talking about, the New York radio, WFAN, everybody's talking like this is the last place Yankees. Yeah. 33 wins, and I'm glad you brought up the Toronto Blue Jays because they have been on an absolute roll. They're 27-20 and 20 as we speak. They're, they're starting to make a little bit of a run here, and it's going to be a three-team race uh, unless, of course, the Red Sox continue their push. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can even make – I know that the Red Sox have 23 wins right now, and they are below 500, but you can legitimately make a case that they may have been the team of the month in in may because they really turned it around especially on the offensive side um i'm agreeing with you on the yankees there's just there's no one else yeah. you can say at the top and, and on the flip side i'll say the same thing on the national league side i'll just go ahead and say it los angeles dodgers i mean what else can you say this team has only lost two games in like the last two weeks and they were both on fluke errors yeah so if they lose two games only on just fluke plays, I think this team's going to be perfectly fine. Another team also at 33 wins. Um, you know, we're, we're also going to talk about players on, on both leagues. I might as well just go ahead and dump my, mate, my NL player. It's Mookie Betts. My God, what has Mookie Betts done this month? Not just a great month. This might be the best month of Mookie Betts' career, and that is saying something. This is a former MVP and a guy who is – Probably right now, I haven't actually checked today, but he's probably at the very top of the MVP futures market. If I were to bet, he probably has toppled Manny Machado, who's been at the very top of that list for about three weeks. Um, unquestionably, Dodgers, Mookie Betts, NL team, and NL player. Yeah, dude. Okay, so I'm actually going to agree. I'll pick a different team in the NL. I'll go away from the Dodgers because there's a team, another team that I was looking at. But I have to agree with Mookie Betts. You know what I've been playing prop-wise, and I didn't give it out last week? I should have. Mookie Betts to score a run. 14 consecutive days I played that. 14 consecutive games he played it at least one run. Dude, he's got 11 homers, 26 RBIs, I believe. Look at the OPS, just ridiculous. So I'm with you on Mookie Betts for the NL. And then really quickly, while we're on that topic, I'm going to go in the AL. I'm going to go with a pitcher, and I'm going to go with Martin Perez for the Rangers, dude. 3-0, 0-7-6 ERA. Uh, last year had a 4-7-4 ERA. I did not see this coming. So I'm going to go with him in the AL, uh, an arm that, especially, you know, I'm not a great team, uh, has really come alive this year. My NL team, I'll uh, – 
Let's go a little bit different here. So I was going to go with the Dodgers. They're 33-15. and 15. Like you said, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're dominant at home. They're 15-6. and six. And they made me a bunch of money last night uh, on Monday night. I actually took the Pirates and faded Walker Buehler just because the Pirates were plus 285. That price was ridiculous. <laughs> they just took the series against the Dodgers last week, and you're giving me 3-1 to one odds on a holiday, man. So had to do it. Um, I'm going to go with the Mets. The Mets 33-17, and 7-3 in their last 10. Just with the injuries that they're dealing with, no Scherzer, they're going to get him back. And if they could get DeGrom back, like we continue to say here on this podcast, late June, July, even August, man, even just for a postseason run, you're getting Jacob DeGrom, maybe arguably the greatest pitcher in the last 20 years back. I'll go with the Mets, 33 and 17. Let me throw an honorable mention to the Brewers, 32 and 18, 6 and 4 in their last 10, just because I've been betting on them a lot, man, especially when Eric Lauer takes the ball. But I'll go Mets. I'll choose the Mets. We get it. You love the Brewers. We the Brewers, know. baby. We know. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I, yeah the, everything you just said, right, right on the head. Um, there was something else you just said in there that I, caught my ear, but then you threw the Brewers into the mix. What did you say to the, before you mentioned the Brewers? You're talking about um, the Mets. Oh, uh, the Mets. about DeGrom. Uh, that's what it was. But then you just had to throw a Brewers wrench. No, no, I'm my, my bad. Well, my the, well the, Mets got some good, <laughs> the Mets got some good news on DeGrom. So, uh, so DeGrom, so I don't know what to make of any of this, though, man. Like, when these guys, when we're looking for them to come back, like, I saw Steven, Steven Strasburg. Like, I saw, like, he's he's throwing to live batters again. But, I'm like, so what? happy you just said that because here's what I my mind immediately met when, when you said Jacob DeGrom. They can get him back in August. Yeah. yeah. They can get him back in August. Perfect. This team's going to be up by 20 games in this division. They just need him back by October. But yeah. if they do get him back by October, it is going to be 2019 Washington Nationals all over again, in which I say it's going to be Steven Strasburg with the Nats in 19, the way he did. He came back and just dominated throughout the playoffs. And everyone just completely forgot that for 10 years, Steven Strasburg had never been healthy ever at any point and then they extended him for like 300 million dollars and he has not been healthy at any point since then i feel like that's exactly what's about to happen with jacob Degrom. Yeah. and by the way jacob Degrom, when healthy is the greatest pitcher alive let's let's not make any questions about it but he's going to come back in august he's going to pitch like five games he's going to give up no runs and he's going to sign a 500 million dollar extension yep. based on what he did in the world series and then he might get hurt immediately and never pitch again. It's going to be exactly Steven Strasburg. Oh, hey, I actually, I agree with everything that you just said right there. I'm changing my Mookie Betts pick. I'm actually going to throw in another uh, player of the month just because I want to toot my own horn on some closing line value. Oh, so a couple would. weeks ago, no, no, a couple weeks ago, I joked about Josh Hader winning Cy Young. We haven't seen, was Gagne the last in 92? Yes, he, no, okay. it was uh, 2002, I believe. Two, yeah, okay, 2002, that's what I meant, 92. All right, so it's been a long time since it's happened, but dude, 18 for 18 in save opportunities. Yesterday against the Cubs, who suck, I get. Uh, both games of the doubleheader, comes in, shuts the door. He has an ERA of zero this year, a perfect 18 for 18. So I played him, just some pizza money. It was 66 to one two weeks ago. I checked on Friday. It was 50 to 1. I checked last night when we were doing the live show. 25 to 1 on Josh Hader, the closer for the Milwaukee Brewers to win Cy Young. I had to do it, man. And I'm sitting there now with a ridiculous ticket and it's down to 25 to 1. If he goes a perfect season, which obviously it's 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 early. Uh, we have plenty of plenty plenty of time to go, but 18 for 18 and he hasn't given up a run this season. Okay. I will say this about your pick. Is it a lofty pick? 
Yes. Yes. But yes. but but it's a lofty pick. But yeah. the reason it's a lofty pick is that he's a closer. He is a relief pitcher. Relief pitchers to win a Cy Young have to do something extraordinary. Josh Hader thus far has done something extraordinary. If he continues to do something extraordinary the way he is. Now, I'm not inclined to believe that he can't. Right. He can. Like, he physically can. Right. But I don't believe he will. But if he continues the way he does, you're going to cash that ticket at the end of the year. Unquestionably. Right. The reason why Gagne got that award is because he, he got 82 straight saves. Yeah. He was on for three years, he didn't blow a save. And yeah. that particular year, he was just unhittable. Hater's been unhittable. Hater has been a left handed Gagne. I don't hate your ticket. I legitimately, actually, the more it, the more the season goes along, the more I like the ticket. And here's also why I love that ticket and why I'm telling other people while you can, maybe sprinkle a little bit on it while you can because this team is in a bad division. Right. A very bad right. division. He's going to be getting a lot of save opportunities. Yes. And Freddie Freeman is not in his division. Right. If Freddie Freeman's not in his division, that means no one's going to be hitting a home run off of him. Freddie Freeman's the only guy in the league that can hit Josh Hader. Dude, there's nobody that can hit Josh Hader. I tell you this as a Cubs fan, and I'm not talking about this version of the Cubs, you know, with Jonathan VR out there. I'm talking about, like, this this Brewers team and Josh Hader is actually what broke up the Cubs. I will always say, man, like, all the Brewers had to do, bring him in for the ninth. I want to say Rizzo homered off him maybe once. Maybe Javi got him once. But... It wasn't only that, like, he would just come in and save every opportunity. It's that, like, nobody touches him. He hasn't given up a run all season. So, again, it was 66-1, to 1, and if he makes history, I'm gonna, that number's not going to be the same. It's already, you've already missed the number. So I had to do it, and I just, there's really nobody that's, like, blown me away. Like, Corbin Burns is 3-1 to one right now, plus 300. No thanks. He's given up more homers already this year than he did all of last year. Mm-hmm. Kershaw was who I wanted to play. Didn't early enough, and now he obviously is on the IL, but what he was doing was ridiculous. Scherzer, the same thing, but just with all the injuries and all the uncertainty around some of these guys, I figured it was it was worth a shot. I mean, you know, you could still get Jacob deGrom right now, I believe, 65-1, to too, if you think he's coming back, but I went with Josh Hader. Yeah, I, I actually do like the pick. Okay, and one more, by the way. We already did the National League side. We spent a lot of time on the National League side. Let's talk about the American League side again real quick. Who is your American League Player of the Month? Come on. Why are we even doing this? It's Trevor Story. Yeah. Trevor Story is the reason the Boston Red Sox are even even breathing at the moment. Yeah. So Trevor Story, Trevor Story, Trevor Story. The month he's had has been – he's had such a good month that we haven't talked enough about Mookie Betts. That's how good the month Trevor Story has been. Completely agree, dude. I'll go with uh, Trevor Story, and I'll throw in, since uh, we have to throw in like maybe a little honorable mention here, I'll go with Devers, too. Rafael Devers has been awesome, especially in May, a 430 OBP. And now, like you said, with Boston, probably, they probably, we were talking three weeks ago like they were dead in the water. Now they may have the best offense in all of Major League Baseball. They have the last month, so we'll go with uh, Story and Devers, two Boston guys. Well, here we go, and let's finish out this segment with uh, something that has been dubbed by our producer, Super Mario, the trash of the month. Who is going to get the award? And by the way, I think this award should be renamed uh, to who I'm giving it to. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the first ever inaugural Tommy Pham Award goes to Tommy Pham. My God, 
what the hell bad month is this guy having? One, he sucker punches Jock Peterson. Yeah. Two, he threatens to fight the entire Padre team at an MMA gym like yeah. two weeks before. Oh, and by the way, one of the reasons he said that he struck Jock Peterson was because he said some disrespectful things about the Padres. You know, the team he threatened to fight two weeks earlier. Tommy Pham needs therapy. Yes. Badly. Like Anger really, night. really badly. Also, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He's not playing baseball next season. Dude, he may be in the KBO. He may be in the Korean Baseball League. Like, that may be where he's headed because that was outrageous. You know what that did, though? It made me uh, it made me appreciate and love Jock Peterson even more. The mm -hmm. fact that he had to do, like, a four-minute presser after the game on that, and he's just talking about fantasy football and how he's throwing this guy on his designated IR, but Tommy we Pham had done the same. He's like, I can't even believe we're still talking about this, yeah. man. Which, by the way, I just don't know how... Have you ever... you played fantasy football before. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to really just break down fantasy football, but what Jock did was part of the rules in the game. How yeah. You, it's how you win fantasy football. Yeah. Um. So, Tommy Pham, clearly not understanding on how to play fantasy football and also not understanding on how to live in life. My God, what an idiot. What an idiot. The Tommy Pham Award will go to Tommy Pham probably I every month. I cannot wait. All right, I'll throw in an honorable mention, of course. I'll go uh, Trash of the Month, the Tommy Pham Award. I'm actually, it says it could be a player, a manager, or anything. So here's what we'll do. Uh, I got an entire team rather than one specific player, and that is, other than Wilson Contreras, you could take him out of this equation, the Chicago <laughs> Cubs. Absolute dumpster fire. I hope you guys are seeing with your eyeballs what I've been trying to tell you. They may end up being the worst team, not only in the NL Central, in the entire league when they sell at the deadline. If you give up 20 runs to the Reds <laughs> in one game, one nine-inning game, you should be relegated to the Frontier League. They should be playing the Joliet Slammers this weekend. Uh, manager, <laughs> manager David Ross. Um, owner, the whole Ricketts family. Jed Hoyer. Throw them all in the trash because that's what they are. They lost to the Reds last week. The Reds. 20 to 5. The White Sox beat up on them. The Brewers beat up on them. When's the last time they actually beat the Milwaukee Brewers? Well, opening day. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chicago Cubs. They lost to the Reds 20 to 5. They deserve this award. As we currently sit, the Cubs are up three games on the Cincinnati Reds, and they are down one game to the Pittsburgh Pirates, of which you and I have a somewhat gentleman's bet, but no actual punishment laid yet on who's going to have a better record this season between the Pirates yeah. and the Cubs. You, a diehard Pirate, a Cubs fan. Me, a just an onlooker and bystander who is very interested and not believing that the Cubs could possibly... Well, Tom Ricketts apologizes. Uh, no, oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> I'm just, whoa. I'm just playing. How, how dare you say that about me? Just because I'm a Chelsea fan doesn't mean I like the Ricketts. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I don't want them touching Chelsea either. Let's be real clear. You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen Office Space when he's like, 
You want to come over? Nah, don't need you effing up my life. That, that's what that's what Chelsea said to the Ricketts family, man. We don't want you effing up our club, too. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a great honorable mention for the Tommy mm. Fam Award. It could also be called the Ricketts Award. It might be next month after yeah. something terrible happens with the Cubs when we do this again next month. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, the AL Games on Slate of the Week right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. 